Hello, everyone, and welcome. It is Tuesday, another Tuesday in the year 2022, and you know what that means. It means our friend and brother and your Uncle Tom, Derek Wilburn, he's back for another episode of Uncle Tom Talks. So here we go. Let's bring him in. How you doing, Derek? I am too blessed to be trapped, young fella. Derek Wilburn. Uncle Tom Talks is brought to you by Conservative Daily. They originally picked me up and made this happen. If you did not know that, do not know that, visit conservative-daily.com. Frequently, sign up and get the newsletter. Conservative Daily newsletter is loaded, loaded. Send you a couple a day. Um, keep you up to date on the most current events. Uncle Tom Talks Tuesday. February, I have no idea, February 22nd. Yeah, I know it's the 22nd because I'm going to the game tonight. United States Air Force Academy plays Fresno State. The Fresno State Bulldogs, I will be there as always. But between now and then, everybody must get stoned. Some people, I wonder how some people got famous singing. I really do. Bob Dylan, that is just not listenable. How can anybody sit and listen to Bob Dylan and enjoy it? Oh, my goodness. Well, we're going to talk about getting stoned today. There is a a wave of, I mean, you can categorize the things that liberals want to do with the country in a number of different ways. Um, I mean, I've chronicled on this podcasts in the past, and I will continue to do so in the future, maybe even Thursday, this wave of prosecutors, woke prosecutors, who are now getting appointed to the federal judiciary, who have stopped prosecuting. It's, I mean, they've, they've literally just said things that were, we're just not going to enforce those laws. There's a whole bunch of them. Uh, so you can look at different things the liberals are doing to the country and say, this is, they're doing this intentionally. And one, and they're detrimental to society. It's undeniable, and the ones who suffer the most as a result of some of these decisions and policy directions they're taking is the black community. I mean, the black community. So what they think, the prosecutors and these lawyers, is they look at crime statistics, and they find crimes for which blacks and Hispanics have historically been arrested, prosecuted, and sent to jail in disproportionately high numbers compared to the Caucasians and say, to even things out, we're just not going to prosecute that anymore. We're not going to send anyone to jail for that anymore. I put those people right back on the street where they go right back into the community and do it some more because you're incentivizing them to do it. This business of everybody must get stoned. So we're going to talk about this today. Um, i got to let you know that this, this show was produced back at the mothership. I bring this from Colorado Springs, Colorado, where, baby, it is cold. Oh, my goodness. I had to be in Denver today to do a speech to some people. And came. I think when I got home, my car said it was four degrees, and the windshield definitely dropped it from there. I mean, it is cold in Colorado, uncharacteristically cold. But I'm in Colorado Springs. The producer is at the mothership, and he's Apollo Creed. What do you think of him being trained by Apollo Creed? I love that stuff. And somebody asked me about this. Too. So every now and then I'm going to let this out of the bag. Not often, but I'll let this this cat out of the bag. Which, where does that come from? Let the cat out of the bag. What, what, what does that even mean? Such a strange, we have so many strange, let the cat out of the bag. More than one way to skin a cat. Where does that come from? First of all, how morbid is that? Second of all, no, there isn't. There isn't more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> There's just one. Uh, but somebody asked me, what is this creed? What, what's this Apollo creed you always talk about? And I've done just enough radio that I, a mentor I had in radio years ago told me that people don't like an inside joke in radio. So when, when the DJs are sitting there cracking up at something and you're listening and you have no idea what's so funny, so people don't like that so much. So I'm going to let you people in on a, on a, on a, on a hint. I, I don't reveal it very often, but the reason I call my producer Apollo Creed is because his name, his first name actually is Apollo. I've never met an Apollo. 
He's the only What's Apollo up? I've ever Come met. On. Come on, Creed. He's the only Apollo I've ever met. The only other one I've ever even heard of is uh, Carl Weathers' character in the Rocky movies, Apollo Creed. The only Apollo I've ever met in my entire life. So when I first got an email from him, he actually goes by Greg. I don't know. It must be his middle name. But his full name was there, Apollo. And I thought, wow, Apollo Creed. And that's why I call him Apollo Creed. Give me another one, Creed. I'm, on, I'm feeling Clubber Lang today. Got another one? The former heavyweight champion of the world, Apollo Creed. <laughs> so the we're going to talk about dope today. There can be no questioning that liberalism in America today wants more drugs and drug use in our country. Now, some of you watching this, I mean, there are a lot of conservatives with a very libertarian streak when it comes to the issue of controlled substances. And I know people like this who say, look, government has no busy regulating what you put into your own body, period. And I've never, I got off of Facebook, I got off of Twitter, most of you know that, I made a conscious decision that I could no longer support these communist organizations, and I got off, I left behind about 450,000 fans. I never got attacked more viciously by conservatives, because the left is after me all the time, but I never Ever. Conservatives agreed with just about everything I ever posted, everything I ever said. They loved our Facebook page. It was very vibrant. Unless and until I revealed to our conservatives, to our conservative followers, that I am not in favor of marijuana legalization. Every time I did that without fail, conservatives just, I mean, they just went crazy. You're just call me all kinds of. It's like it's almost as if I told them I'm I'm voting for Bernie Sanders. They just lost their minds. People should have a right to do what they want to do, and blah blah blah. Is the one area that I've ever encountered where conservatives literally behaved like the whiny, like like the liberals would treat me online. Conservatives would treat me online if I let it know be known that I wasn't in favor of the legalization of marijuana. There's just something about that that just drove people nuts. But we're going to get into that tonight. And if uh, you are in favor of legalization, fine. Um, you know, use the chat. I can't see the chat, but Apollo Creed monitors it, and he'll chime in and let me know what people are saying. But I want to make a case tonight that the liberals in America want America stoned. They loosening restrictions on drugs is not working, and it's certainly not a recipe for success in the black communities and ethnic minority communities around the country. It isn't loosening restrictions on drugs for a number of reasons is simply not working, but it's what they're doing and it's what they want, and that cannot be denied. So we're going to go through some clips. I think I've got three or four of them queued up here, and I'm going to make my case to you why this is folly, why it is a doomed to fail and weaken society stance. And if you disagree with me, fine. So I'm going to pull clips from three individuals, Joe Biden, the aforementioned Bernie Sanders, and the former Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who is now uh, just, he and his partner just had a baby girl, and he is now your uh, Department of uh, Transportation head, Secretary of Department of Transportation. <sighs> Which one do I want to do first? So these are going back, so I'll, I'll do, um, Creed, let's do, uh, we'll, we'll do Biden first. We'll do cut number one. No, 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 I don't want to do Biden first. Yeah, okay, we'll do, we'll do Biden first. We'll do cut one first. So, uh, this is Joe Biden. This is recently. Uh, I, he said this many times. He said this many times during the Democrat debates last year or 2020. Um, and this is a town hall type setting. I think this was a CNN town hall, but this is fairly recent. This cut is short. Uh, it's, it's not that long, but this is just establishing 
the default position of the current occupant of the Oval Office, and his position is by and large representative of the entire Democrat Party. Uh, so he is answering a question being asked by a black pastor, and uh, hit cut number one, heavyweight champion. World. And we're in a situation where we change the legislation. No one should go to jail for a drug offense. No one should go to jail for the use of a drug. They should go to drug rehabilitation. Drug rehabilitation, number one. We should be in a position where we change the system of sentencing system to one that relates to a notion of, they should tell you that, uh, is related to making sure that what you do is you focus on making sure that there's rehabilitation. The idea that we don't have people in. No one should quote, no one should go to jail for a drug offense, end quote. That's entirely different than we need to send people to rehabilitation. And he said that during the debates multiple times. I thought about pulling it up, but what's the point? Once you've seen it once, you've seen it a hundred times. No one should be going to jail for a drug offense. This is the default position of the Democrat Party right now. So there is a lot more going on than just people who are addicted. There are people who are growing, people who are transporting, people who are trafficking, people who are getting this stuff sold into and nearby schools. There are all kinds of kinds of people who are involved in the drugging of America who aren't just poor addicts who can't break themselves free. Now, sure, there are a lot of people like that, too. And I think the debate can be had whether or not jail is the right or wrong remedy for those people. You've got people who have been arrested on their fourth, fifth, sixth charge, tenth charge, whatever, for methamphetamine possession, for being intoxicated in public on whatever they get intoxicated on. And at some point, I once knew a guy, he worked for me who went to prison uh, for drug trafficking, and he was also a user, and his drug of choice was methamphetamine. And he was in prison, he was in jail for three years. So he got dried out. You're not getting any meth in jail. You're not getting cocaine in jail. You're not, that's just not happening. So these people who come out of jail broken free from the bondage and the chains of their addiction if they don't go to jail and they go to some sort of a rehab center, sometimes that's going to work, sometimes it's not. And the times it isn't going to work, oftentimes the reason is it going to work is because they don't want to quit these drugs. Okay, they're just fulfilling a sentence. A judge ordered them to go to three months of drug rehabilitation, so that is their punch in the clock. They have no intention of stopping doing drugs. That's some of them. Now, some of them, they really do. They're in the grip of something that's beyond themselves. They want to quit, but they can't. They're addicted, and those people need help. Nobody would argue that. But that's entirely different than saying no one should go to jail on a drug offense. But that's what they believe. Now, our next cut, Creed, we're going to do, um, we'll do, uh, we'll do Mayor Pete, get cut two next. So Pete Buttigieg, this, uh, I'm going to see if I can pull up a copy of his. So Pete Buttigieg, he had on his website, this is on his website during his presidential campaign. And I have a, I didn't send you the screen cut of it. Creed, but I'll, I'll be able to read it to you people. Uh, the position that he took on his website and his official campaign position was that we need to legalize everything or decriminalize everything. The, the argument can be made those aren't the same thing. Um, that's a discussion for the for another day. But Mayor Pete is being interviewed here in this cut. This is a Fox News interview with Chris Wallace, and Wallace, to his to his, to his credit, doesn't let him off the hook. He he says, "Look, this is what your website says. You say we want to legalize everything," and he's realizing that he's on Fox News and he's tap dancing. That no, I don't really want to do that. What I really want to do, blah blah blah. But I've got 
exactly what was on his website, if I can find it. So while I'm digging this out, we're going to go to cut number two. This is another very prominent Democrat. Mayor Pete made the final list. I think he was in the final four, final five of the Democrat primary to become president of the United States. Didn't win that race, but immediately accepted a C-level cabinet position. This is a was making policies in the United States of America right now. So uh, Apollo Creed is he was he he was the two-time heavyweight champion of the world. Let's roll with cut number two. Mayor, you you not only want to decriminalize marijuana, you want to decriminalize all drug possession. You say that the better answer is incarceration. Uh, I mean, it's rather treatment, not incarceration. Right. That's right. But. Isn't the fact that it's illegal to have, to possess meth and heroin, doesn't that, at least in some way, the fact that it's illegal act as a some deterrent to actually trying it in the first place? Well, I think the main thing we need to focus on is where you have distribution and, and uh, uh, the, the kind of harm that's done there. Where, yeah, of course it's important that it remain illegal, but... But you, uh, well, for, you're, you're, you would decriminalize it, so it wouldn't be illegal. Possession should not right. be dealt with through incarceration. And, and But you're, you would say that possession of heroin is not illegal? Is not going to be dealt with through incarceration. But your, your, your website says decriminalize it would yes. not be illegal yes or it could be a misdemeanor the, the point is not the legal niceties the point is that we have learned through 40 years of a failed war on drugs that criminalizing addiction doesn't work not only that the incarceration does more harm than the offense that it's intended to deal with so he tried to tap dance out of that wallace wouldn't let him and finally he just kind of slips in or uh, or a misdemeanor or whatever he didn't want to admit it but that's exactly what his website said. And I'm going to read to you what his website said. This is directly from Pete Buttigieg's website. On his website, he advocated for, quote, legalized possession of meth, heroin, cocaine, and all other drugs. Here is what he said in the February 25th Democrat primary debate, quote, on the federal level, we need to eliminate incarceration for drug possession, reduce sentences for other drug offenses, and apply these reductions retroactively and legalize marijuana and expunge past convictions. Close quote. So he's writing the can. You know, we just don't want to incarcerate people. Uh, that's not. And Chris Wallace would let him. Oh, that's not what you said. That's not what your website says. So he wants to eliminate incarceration for drug, all drug possession, all drug possession. So if you get caught on the street with with five and a half ounces of cocaine, which I think is a lot. I think. I mean, they talk about cocaine in grams. So I'm guessing if a gram is like what you would do five or six ounces is a lot if you've got five or six ounces of cocaine on your person you're probably in in distribution you're a dealer right you're packaging that for resale you know you're walking around with six ounces of cocaine for for personal use not very likely so you're walking around with five and a half ounces of cocaine on your person no incarceration reduce sentences for other drug offenses and apply re the reductions retroactively, legalize marijuana and expunge past convictions. So people who are sitting in jail right now on convictions for drug distribution charges, okay, they were busted with, 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 a, with a, a, a half of a bale of Panama Red, or if that's even still a thing, I don't know. With a half a bale or a half of a kilo or whatever in their trunk. Okay, they're headed north from San Antonio. They just picked it up at the border, however that works. And they're headed north to Indianapolis with a half a kilo of methamphetamine or, I don't know, drugs. And they get stopped by the cops. They pull out the canine unit. They sniff the car out. And they find all that dope is in the in the trunk. And you're headed to Indianapolis. We all know what's going on here. 
this person should not be incarcerated. That's what both he and Joe Biden, that's what you just heard them say. No one should go to jail on a drug offense. No one. This is terrifying, but it is the position of the Democrat Party. The last cut we're going to listen to, this is the senator from Vermont. This is Bernie Sanders. This is Bernie Sanders at one of the Democrat primary debates. This might even be the February 25th debate. I'm not sure. But he makes it clear that if he's elected, he will legalize marijuana federally on day one. So if you haven't noticed, these people aren't real big on states' rights. They aren't real big on states making their own decisions about what's best for our population. They aren't real big on that. They're, they're all about command and control, top-down federal control and power. So Bernie's making it real clear. On day one, we legalize it all. But he takes it even another step further. So Mayor Pete would legalize methamphetamine and cocaine and and what's the one that kills you almost instantly? Um, some guy just died from it the other day in Denver. Um, fentanyl. Fentanyl. Thank you. And this is apparently is really bad stuff. In fact, it wasn't one guy. I think it was like three or four people in a house that just dropped dead. They had a baby in the house. The baby survived. I don't know how that works. If you open a thing and get a whiff of it, it kills you. I have no idea what fentanyl is. I'm blissfully ignorant. But it's it's toxic, dangerous stuff that could just kill you. I can't imagine wanting to get high so badly that I'm willing to take a risk like that, that everybody in this house could be could get killed. But it just happened in Denver, literally just a couple of days ago. I saw it on the news. Uh, Mayor Pete? Legalize it all, decriminalize it all. So Bernie takes a new stretch. It takes a new twist on this. So not only is Bernie going to decriminalize marijuana, he's got an entrepreneurial idea. Let's go with cut number or whatever we're up to, Creed. I don't know, four, 16. Three, you ready for cut three with Bernie? That's what I said, three. Yep. Pay attention. We have a criminal justice system today that is not only broken, it is racist. Got more people in jail than any other country on earth, including China. And one of the reasons for that is a horrific war on drugs. So I do believe that on day one, we will change the Federal Controlled Substance Act, which if you can believe it, now equates heroin with mountain. We will change. Can you hear me? Uh, Sanders says this all the time. Let's just roll the whole thing from the top, Creed. I just felt like interrupting right there. He says we have more people in incarceration or in prison or whatever than any other country, including China. I don't know if that's true or false. I'm not accusing him of saying something not true. It just seems like a stretch. China is a communist nation with a billion-person population. There's a billion people. We only have about 330 million. And we're a, a representative democracy. I wonder if that's true. He always has said this. We've got more people in prison than they do in China. And you read and hear stories about people in China being incarcerated, being tossed in prison for all kinds of stuff. That makes you go, hmm, really? They put people in jail for that? Yes, they do. A billion-person communist country, and we have more people in jail in the United States when we only have about one-third of the total population, period. I often wonder if that's true. I think Sanders just makes this up. Okay, let's do it again. We have a criminal justice system today that is not only broken, it is racist. Got more people in jail than any other country on earth, including China. And one of the reasons for that is a horrific war on drugs. So I do believe that on day one, we will change the Federal Controlled Substance Act, which, if you can believe it, now equates heroin with marijuana. That's insane. We're going to take marijuana out of that and effectively legalize marijuana in every state in the country. What we are also going to do is move to expunge the records of those people who are arrested for possession of marijuana. And I'll tell you what else we're going to do. We're going to provide help to the African-American, Latino, Native American community to start businesses to sell legal marijuana rather than let a few corporations control the legalized marijuana market. Unbelievable. 
unbelievable. First of all, do a few corporations control the legalized marijuana market? Is that even a true statement? So Bernie's plan is to let everybody get high, make it all legal, and on top of that, set up the black community to begin selling more dope to itself. And you hear the crowd, all the applause, just like in the Biden clip, the, the liberals who are in attendance, they applaud this. They love it. They want everyone getting stoned. And marijuana is funny like that. For some reason, people who are into marijuana, they're, they're just, yeah, I do it. You should too. It's like, it's almost like a cult. I mean, there's nothing else like that. You don't hear people say this sort of thing about apple pie. You know, who here likes apple pie? I love apple pie, man. You should eat it too. It's the greatest. Marijuana people, they're just, it's bizarre. But Bernie Sanders wants to open more and more marijuana distribution centers, retail shops, growers, growers, whatever, and set up blacks in the black community to begin selling and getting more dope into our own neighborhoods. And black people love, applaud this. It is unbelievable. And here's something I like about Bernie Sanders. The one thing I do like about Bernie. Hey, Creed, do you have the ability to play that clip but with no sound? Can you do that? I can. Let me just get set up. Uh, the Biden one? No, Sanders. Uh, Sanders. All right, well, you work on it. I'll set it up yeah, and then I'll let me know. It. So here's what I love about <laughs> Bernie. I've noticed this about Bernie Sanders years ago, and it's my own little game that I play with myself. Bernie Sanders, and you can't see it really well in this cut because the camera angle is a little bit too tight. It's kind of a bust shot. You don't really see all of his torso. But if you turn the sound down, it looks for all the world like Bernie Sanders is conducting an orchestra. He looks Ready just like he's conducting an orchestra. He looks like he's conducting an orchestra. So watch this. So again, it's a little bit tight. So you don't get you don't get the full effect of his arms. Watch this. <laughs> watch this and tell me if he doesn't look like he is conducting the Boston or the Philadelphia. Go ahead and roll it. crescendo here it comes here comes the big finish dun, 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 dun. <laughs> all right that's enough of that hey i <laughs> forgive me i i this is these are the ways that i entertain myself so bernie's plant so joe nobody goes to jail for a drug offense Buttigieg legalized possession of everything bernie legalized marijuana on day one and empower the black community to sell more dope to the black community Liberals want more people getting stoned, whatever that looks like, marijuana, cocaine, methamphetamine, whatever you, whatever, however you get down. Here in Colorado, we voted to legalize recreational marijuana in 2012. As previously mentioned, I was not in favor of it, am not in favor of it. And I live here, so I see, uh, this isn't theoretical for me. And I'm going to give you my case why this is a bad idea. And again, this district, conservatives hate this. I mean, they just, they want to crucify me. I got crucified for expressing these thoughts on social media over the years. But, you know, a man with an experience is never at the mercy 
of a man with a theory. And for me, this isn't theoretical. I live here. We have in this state now more children. I mean, little children, two, three, four, five-year-old toddlers showing up in emergency rooms stoned under the influence of marijuana than any other state in the nation. It happens all the time because you know, a three-year-old sees a cookie. Three-year-old is going to eat a cookie, right? That's just how it works. A three-year-old sees a, sees, a, sees a thing of gummy bears. Three-year-old's going to eat the gummy bears. And mom and dad or older brother or whomever, the stoner that's popping the gummy bears, when you're baked, you make stupid mistakes like leave stuff out, right? You're stoned. So these people get high on their brownies, they get high on their gummy bears or whatever, and they get the munchies and hop in the car to go to Subway and leave the gummy bears on the kitchen table, on the, on the living room table, on the cocktail table. Four-year-old comes wandering past, hey, a bag, of, a bag of brownies. And all of a sudden, you've got four-year-olds showing up in emergency rooms high on marijuana. It happens here all the time. Number two. And, you know, people get into the, do, do you have, people have these college university studies and all that other stuff. If marijuana or any other drug, but we're talking about marijuana, if marijuana is available on a retail basis, you can just walk into a store and buy it. Are there going to be more people or fewer people operating a motor vehicle under the influence? Okay, I don't need a study. I don't need Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Colorado State University to study this out. I have a brain. There are going to be people who drive to the marijuana store, buy some gummy bears, and sit and pop a couple of them in the car in the parking lot before they drive home. Okay, if that store doesn't exist, nobody can do that. I was at the Colorado State Air Force basketball game up at Colorado State, uh, which is what one of the things we do. And these kids, the kids were clearly university students at Colorado State University. And they had a bag of gummy bears that they were passing back and forth amongst one another. Okay, no 20-year-old, no, no, no 22-year-old no goes to a basketball game with his friends and shares Twizzlers and gummy bears. Okay, I knew exactly what they were doing. They were sitting there getting baked. And then we walked to our car. After the game, we parked in the residential neighborhood across from the arena, walked by uh, the dormitory. There's a kid, uh, a college student and his roommate or and his friend, I don't know who it was, out on their porch doing, I mean, you can't, it's a very distinctive odor. You can't miss it. So legalizing it, there's more people operating a motor vehicle under the influence than if it's not legal. That's just the way that it is. Number three. The idea that marijuana is not a gateway drug is foolishness. Again, a man with an experience is never at the mercy of one with a theory. And there's all kinds of college papers and people will cite they've determined that it's not a gateway drug and blah, blah, blah. Baloney. Okay, listen, there is nobody, and honey, I mean nobody, who is hooked on heroin, homeless, sleeping underneath a bridge right now who started on heroin. It doesn't work that way. You don't start off doing heroin. When you're in high school, when you are 15 years old and you go to a party and there's some loser there shooting heroin into his arm and he says to you, hey, kid, uh, you know, shoot some of this up. You say, get away from me, you loser. Not a chance. No 15-year-old is going to say, well, very few are going to say, okay, yeah, let me give it a shot and put some heroin in their arm. doesn't work that way. You start off with beer and, and wine or whatever, and then you move from beer and wine to Jack Daniels, and then you move from Jack Daniels to smoking a little weed, and then you, all right, it's a progression. You move along the severity of the drugs. You don't start off with angel dust. That's not your first high. So don't give me this nonsense that marijuana is not a gateway drug. And of course, if it is legal, is there going to be more marijuana or less in our schools? Here in Colorado, this isn't a theory. This is a fact. There's more. And now with the edibles, it's even easier for kids to get stoned. So you're in high school and you don't want to use algebra class is coming up and you don't like algebra class. You just stop by your locker. You don't have to spark up. You don't have to light a match. 
and risk, you know, having the smell of it in your hair and some teacher finds out, you just stop by your locker, pop a couple gummy bears and sit through algebra class stoned. Now, the idea that all of these addicts, Joe Biden's thing, that these people need help, they need treatment. Certainly that's true of some, but it isn't true of all. The last cut we're going to listen to, Creed, we're going to go with cut number four, the last one today. This is a guy, you can find him on Twitter. I don't do Twitter anymore, but he is doing chronicles of street addicts in San Francisco. And he interviews a guy in San Francisco. Uh, I don't have software and the ability to bleep out four-letter words. I need to get there, but I'm new to this. Uh, and there's language in this that I personally do not use and do not endorse and would rather not have on Uncle Tom Talks, but this is making the point. So just so you know, there's some F-bombs in this. But he stops and talks to a guy, homeless guy, and he, this guy, the guy who's doing this video has chronicled the fact that some of the homeless are homeless by choice. They're, they're not homeless because they're strung out on drugs and can't get a job and can't break free of the grip of these drugs. They're homeless living on the street doing drugs because that's what they that's the life they want. So this is in the Tenderloin District of San Francisco. I know it very well. Been there many times. Uh, Creed, let's go with cut number four. Where are you from? Uh, Louisiana, Texas area. How long have you been in San Francisco? Since uh, June. You're going to be homeless easy here. I mean, if we're going to be realistic, they pay you to be homeless here. When you said that San Francisco pays people to be homeless, what did you mean by that? <laughs> did you mean that literally? Yeah. I mean, I get 620 bucks a month, dude. From That's general money. assistance? Yeah. Or what'd you get? How was that hard to get? Phone call, bro. Phone call. 200 food stamps and 620 bucks cash a month. Wow. Forget about it. Why wouldn't I do it? You know, it's Free money, dude. This right now is, is literally by choice. Literally by choice. Like, why would I want to pay rent? I'm not doing shit. I got a cell phone that I have Amazon Prime and Netflix on. We used to battle with the cops. Now, it's like the cops are... It's like they're your neighbor, you know? The cops told us uh, this morning, like, oh, it'd be easier if you guys packed up in the morning. We wouldn't have to come out here. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? He's like, pack up your in the morning. I'm like, why? You know, he's like, oh, okay. And then went on, his two kids came up and they're like, hey, you guys know where to get any Oxycontin? They're like, I'm 15 and I'm 16, you know? Like, I'm an old school junkie, you know? And I'm like, well, look, dude, I'm gonna tell you right now, like, you're not gonna get Oxycontin out here on the street. I was like, how much money are you trying to spend? And they were like, we got $40. And I said, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I am going to take your money and I went and I got a fentanyl and I brought it back and I set it down in front of them and I said, this is a gram of fentanyl. This is enough to kill six people that have never used it. What I do to get high is this much and I showed them how much I do. I was like, I'm keeping your money and now I'm gonna teach you how to save each other's lives because you're not gonna stop. I can't steer you away from doing it. But the best thing I could do for you now is give you real drugs and show you how to do it properly and show you how to save your friend's life. And I showed him how to pull up Narcan and how to inject each other with the Narcan needle in case he died. <clears throat> I needed the money. Let's, let's be honest. What do you do with that? 15 and 16 years old. Sold them the drugs. I showed them how to use it and how to recover yourselves in the event you die from using it on the street homeless by choice, being paid $620 a month with a phone that has Netflix and Amazon Prime. The city is paying him to distribute drugs to teenagers in city limits, in a city that has had nothing but liberals in every single form of elected office from school board to mayor and everywhere in between at the city county, state, and federal level. Nothing but Democrat, liberal Democrats for 60 years. Not one who doesn't fit that description, not a single one. And they have a homeless crisis going on there because guys just like that told you. They pay us to be homeless. This is an easy place. This is a great place to be homeless. And the drug problem there is out of control. There you go. You just got it from the horse's mouth.
And these are liberal-run cities. They aren't doing anything to change this. They're the ones paying them in the first place. If you want to see something, I've mentioned this on Uncle Tom Talks in the past. Write this down. Fight for the soul of Seattle. Fight of Seattle or The Fight for the Soul of Seattle. It is a documentary film you can find on YouTube for free. It's a feature-length movie. It's 90 minutes long, so you got to, you know, this is, this is dedicate some time. You want to see what happens. Seattle, San Francisco, same thing at this point. You want to see what happens when a city just says, you know what, use all the drugs you want, live anywhere you want, crap anywhere you want. We got you covered. You want to see what happens? Watch The Fight for the Soul of Seattle. It's a 90-minute long documentary film produced by a local TV station news crew. I think NBC News local affiliate. And what you just saw with this guy, get ready for more. Okay, this is a crisis of their own making. They want everyone getting stoned. And those 15 and 16-year-old, that 15 and 16-year-old that bought the drugs from that guy, they're going to be down there living on the streets, strung out junkies themselves in a matter of not much time. Because you need more drugs. You, know, you can't just, you don't just do fentanyl or whatever he said it was, Oxycontin. You don't just do it once and, no, that was fun. I got stoned. No, you're hooked instantly. Instantly. You're instantly an addict. You're instantly a junkie. This is what liberals are doing in our cities, states, and now they want to do it at the federal level. Don't believe me? Joe Biden, Pete Buttigieg, and Bernie Sanders just told you so. You don't take my word for it. They just told you. It's what they want to do to our entire country. And if you have this libertarian streak in you that says, you know what, we shouldn't regulate what people put into their own bodies, I hope you take into consideration the interview you just saw with that man. Because a percentage of the population is going to end up right there. And you know who's going to be paying for it? You. All right. We are almost to the end of Uncle Tom Talks, but I would be remiss if we did not end the show with the internet gaming sensation that is sweeping the world known as Real Fake Headlines. Yes, it's time once again, young girls and boys, for Real Fake Headlines. So I'm going to read you, and the defending heavyweight champion of the world is going to show you four headlines, three of which I took from various places on the web, one of which I simply made up. Your job is to identify the fake. So four headlines, four headlines. When you think you know which one is fake, just use the chat wherever you are, if you're on your phone or whatever you're doing, use the chat. Type a single digit, one, two, three, or four, to indicate which one you think is fake. Okay? And if you get it right tonight, if you successfully peg the fake headline, Apollo Creed, producer of this show and two-time heavyweight champion of the world, is going to send you... What should we give him tonight, Creed? Um, you know what we're going to send you? Fentanyl. We'll send you all the fentanyl. We'll send you a lifetime supply of fentanyl. We are not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't believe people. uh, Drugs are for losers. Uh, Okay. Let's go with headline number one. Headline number one. White House plans event honoring deceased rockers Prince and Michael Jackson as part of Black History Month celebration. Uh, so deceased rockers, Prince and Michael Jackson, were they rockers? You see these 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 nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame came out a couple weeks ago, Dolly Parton and Eminem and stuff. I mean, is that rock and roll? Or were, were Michael Jackson and Prince rockers? Well, regardless, okay, headline number two. Uh, Sheriff says L.A. County is moving to fire up to 4,000 department employees. Sheriff says LA County is moving to fire up to 4,000 department employees. Headline number three, Levi's president 
Levi Strauss, the blue jean company, Levi's president publicly quits over company's attempt to silence her views on COVID restrictions. If you did not know, Levi Strauss is a San Francisco-based company. And headline number four, outrage. As Disney debuts new woke for Minnie Mouse. So is Disney. Is Disney turning Minnie Mouse into an LBGTQ warrior that uh, little children will love just like they used to love before when she just wore the cute little pink uh, dress with the bow tie ribbon? Okay, so there's your four headlines. We're going to give them to you again real, real fast, rapid fire. When you think you know the fake, type into the chat room one, two, three, or four. Headline number one, White House plans event honoring deceased rockers Prince and Michael Jackson as part of Black History Month celebration. Headline number two, Sheriff says L.A. County is moving to fire up to 4,000 employees. Headline number three, Levi's president publicly quits over company's attempt to silence her views on COVID restrictions. And headline number four, outrage as Disney debuts new woke look for Minnie Mouse. One, two, three, and four. Get those votes in. I'm getting tight. I try to wrap this up before five o'clock, so we're getting we're getting short on time. Creed, is anybody voting? Not yet. Still waiting. All right, people, if you want to get those votes in, get them in. Sometimes we got a bunch of votes. Sometimes we only have one or two. Sometimes we don't have any. That's up to y'all. Of course, a lot of people might have bailed out after they heard my stance on marijuana legalization. People don't like to hear points and opinions they, they disagree with. We all seek to have our beliefs reaffirmed, not challenged, right? That's why conservatives like Fox, liberals like CNN, so a lot of people, when they heard me saying, I think marijuana legalization is a bad idea, probably just turned me off. That guy's an idiot. Just clicked off. We got some okay, threes. We got, no we got some threes and we some got threes. some ones. Okay. How many How many for each? Well, we got two threes right now and two okay. ones. All right. Get your votes in. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Here we go. Our first headline, put the headline up, please. White House plans event honoring deceased rockers, Prince and Michael Jackson, as part of Black History Month celebration. There it is. And will you please put up the image that goes with this particular headline, if you've got it there. I think it's 11. This is fake. I made it up. The White House will not be honoring deceased rockers Prince and Michael Jackson in honor of Black History Month because Michael Jackson stopped being black at about his 29th birthday. Image number two. No, image number one. Lied to you. L.A. County. So this is L.A. County. The headline is, Sheriff says L.A. County is moving to fire up to 4,000 department employees. This is true. This is true. Due to the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors, ridiculous, way over the top, COVID injection mandates, they may be losing 4,000 employees. Now, quickly, give us image number two, Creed. In the last two years, Los Angeles County statistics show a 94% jump in homicides. 94% in just two years. And they're getting ready to can 4,000 cops or other people who work in the sheriff's department. That's how insane these people are. Headline number three is real. So those of you who voted for number three, you are wrong. Levi's president publicly quits over company's attempt to silence her views on COVID restrictions. You should read this article. 
you should read the this this woman. Uh, I've got a lot of respect for this lady. I don't know where she is politically. I know where she is geographically. She now lives in Colorado. Hopefully, she didn't bring that California nonsense here with her, with us. But this this article appears on the Western Journal, WesternJournal.com. I don't have time to read it. You should go there and look this up and read it. This woman took a stand for principle, and she called out the left for exactly what it is in San Francisco. They only agree with people, only want freedom of speech for those people who agree. And she she quit. And they offered her a million-dollar severance package if she agreed not to talk about her experience. If she agreed not to talk about them muzzling her, she would have gotten a million-dollar severance, and she said, keep your money. Can't buy me like that. It's a very good article, and everyone should read it. And headline number four is image number four. Outrage as Disney de debuts woke new look for Minnie Mouse. Ditching iconic red dress in favor of a progressive blue. Sustainable pantsuit designed by Stella McCartney, whoever that is, after vowing to take new approach to Snow White. <laughs> Disney Corporation, if you're supporting Disney with your dollars, uh, you, you, you should rethink that. Disney is unbelievable. They're just unbelievable. So now it's Miss, all right? It's Minnie Mouse, Goofy. I mean, all these characters that they created in the 1950s that children of all colors grew up loving. They got to get, we got to get, they got to change it all. They got to get rid of it all. It's creating too many little racists. <laughs> this has been Uncle Tom Talks. There will be another installment of Uncle Tom Talks on Thursday night at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. But between now and then, the two-time defending heavyweight champion of the world, Apollo Creed, is going to give you some lolo on how you can help us grow this show. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Derek Wilburn, for joining us with Uncle Tom Talks and leading us towards the truth. We love having you here, and we look forward to our next episode. God bless. Talks at conservative-daily.com, Rumble, Uncle Tom Talks, Deep Live, Uncle Tom Talks, Twitch, Uncle Tom Talks, and Telegram, T.me slash Uncle Tom Talks. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you on Thursday.